Welcome to a Warrior's Perspective podcast. I'm Noel Lilly, and this is an update on our battle with the County of Los Angeles Fire Department regarding our logo at Coin15. We've got some updates. Well, I really wanted to do this episode with Rich Zuniga since he was on the first and he is such a fantastic podcaster, but we couldn't make the timing work out and I wanted to get this information out as soon as possible. So here we go. After we released that podcast, we ended up having a nice long conversation with our battalion chief. He was in our station for a apparatus inspection, a quarterly apparatus inspection, which is normal. And at the end of that inspection, he came and sat at the kitchen table and we talked about the logo for probably about two hours. We were able to share all of our concerns and thoughts with him. He gave us some feedback, listened respectfully. It was a good, very positive conversation. We definitely appreciated him taking the time to do that. Now, obviously, at his rank, he doesn't have any control over what the department is doing regarding something like logos that's coming down from the top, but he listened during that conversation, he did become aware of the podcast, and so he went and listened to it. And after that, he sent that podcast up the chain. And the next day, we got a call from our battalion chief, who was off duty at the time, letting us know that our division chief was on his way to the station and would be there in 20 minutes. Now, in the county of Los Angeles, where I work, and again, it's a large department, very large department. So this is just me in the area that I work in, but I have actually never been aware or personally seen a division chief visit a fire station. So it's a pretty big deal to have somebody that high ranking come to your station. And based on talking to other guys that actually holds up, there were a couple of division chiefs in the past that would periodically visit certain stations, talk to the guys, that type of thing, but it's definitely not common. And that's not a ding on those guys. There's only a handful of them. They're obviously very busy with their normal everyday job and they are responsible for a lot of stations. So the logistics of visiting is difficult, we'll say. However, in our last podcast, if you remember, we did say, hey, come down and talk to us face to face, have a cup of coffee with us. And we didn't know why our division chief was showing up, but he did show up. And while we were concerned that he would come in and tell us, hey, this logo has to come down now. This is a direct order. I'm going to I'm gonna watch you take it off the rig and paint over the, the mural. That is not what happened. He came in and he sat down at the table and basically told us that he was here because of, in his words, you two. And he gestured at Zuniga and me, who ha Rich happened to be working that day as well. And he said, I listen to the podcast and I want to talk to you guys about your logo and I want to hear your thoughts and give you some feedback. And after that, we had about a two and a half hour conversation with the division chief. And it wasn't just related to the logos. After we were done talking about the logo issue, he asked what else we wanted to talk about. So we brought up quite a few other things related to the department, some of which were actually mentioned in that previous podcast as other things that we're dealing with in the county that are causing, you know, just additional stress on the guys in the field. And he gave us some good feedback. I learned some things in that meeting that I was unaware of stuff that was nice to know that brought some things a little bit more clarity. Overall, the tone and tenor of the meeting was excellent, in my opinion. It was respectful from 
both sides. So from us up to the division chief, but also from the division chief down to us, it really felt like we were sitting at the table with a member of our leadership team and having a conversation as men. And I feel like it went really well. We were able to present our arguments, our points in a respectful and clear manner, and that they were thoughtfully considered. And we had feedback given back to us that was also respectful and done in such a way that it was a professional and constructive conversation. During that conversation, it was suggested, mentioned that perhaps we might go to Notre Dame and ask them permission to use their leprechaun. We did learn in that conversation that what we had been told by the gentleman that originally actually drew the patch for us. So I can't remember if we mentioned it in the other episode, but the actual logo was drawn by a guy that does patches for fire departments and police departments and stuff around the world. And what he had originally told us about 30% change and fair use and all that type of stuff uh, didn't turn out to be true. Now, I haven't done enough research to go back and see if it was true at that time. And if it's just not true now, or if it was never really true and just kind of one of those, those myths that exist on the internet. But regardless, we did learn that. And so as part of that, we had already been considering and we're kind of working on reaching out to Notre Dame just to get permission. Cause that would obviously be a, a quick fix to say, Hey, we understand your concerns, County fire department, but here's permission. We have permission to use this likeness. And so after that, we should be good to go. So that was suggested. And then flash forward uh, about a week later, and an email has come out from our acting fire chief. We have an acting chief right now. Our permanent chief just recently retired and the board of supervisors has not chosen his replacement yet. So we have an acting fire chief and an email recently came out from him stating that the entire program of removing certain logos was going to be paused that the department wants those who have copyright concerns to go to those entities that own those copyrights and request permission to use it. And then if they get it, push it back at the chain. If not, obviously you got to adjust and do something different with the logo. And then for those that have logos that were not approved for other reasons, they are to work on an adjustment and resubmit to try to bring it back into compliance. So huge development there. The department and their initial response of just cease and desist, stop using it right now, we felt was heavy handed. I think I used the term in the previous podcast that we felt like we were being kicked while we're down. And this process, I feel like is completely appropriate and is the best thing that we could expect at this time because we do work for the County of Los Angeles Fire Department and they do have bosses that are the Board of Supervisors and those Board of Supervisors are advised by county council and other folks at that level. And so they have a concern and they want it addressed. And so we have to do that. So right now I'm in the process of attempting to get in touch with Notre Dame and their legal team that handles their copyright stuff. I have not been able to successfully speak to anybody yet, but I'm, I'm working on it. And so we're going to go down that road and attempt to get approval from Notre Dame to use the leprechaun. But I wanted to put this information out because I felt like there were some really good, positive conversations that happened at our station, specifically with our leadership, both our battalion chief and our division chief. And I felt those conversations were very constructive. They went very well. 
And that is exactly what Rich and I were talking about in the previous episode, that we are in a place right now where we want that communication. We want to know what's going on. We want to share what we're going through and we want to hear from them what they're dealing with, because obviously at their level, they're dealing with stuff that we're unaware of. And that's appropriate at times, but also sometimes it's nice to know what's going on and what's behind decisions being made. So can't say enough positive things about that aspect of it. We definitely thanked uh, both the battalion chief, but especially our division chief multiple times for being willing to take time out of his day and come down and sit and talk to us. I would encourage any of you other guys that are out there in the field, whether or not you're in our fire department, if you have an opportunity to have a conversation like that, remember who you are. Remember the type of man that you are. Remember the organization that you work in. Recognize the rank structure. Definitely talk to your leadership openly and honestly, but do it in a respectful manner. And I would say, if you do that, what you will get back is also a respectful conversation and a constructive conversation. And that's definitely the way to handle it. I have seen at other times with other incidents, battalion chiefs and even assistant chiefs kind of being berated in the stations. And that's just not the way to handle this kind of thing. It just doesn't, it just doesn't work. And though while at times we might be frustrated and rightfully so, the way to approach these things is just like we talked about on the previous podcast. It's man-to-man, it's face-to-face, and you're not going to get anywhere talking down or belittling or raising your voice. It's all about having a good, solid grasp on your ideas, your arguments, and then presenting those in a respectful, clear, and concise manner. So we encourage more of that. We would love to see more of that going on across the department. We told the division chief that he's welcome back anytime. And of course, we recognize that he can't visit us on a regular basis and that's fine. But we do hope to see more of that in the future around the department because it's very positive and I think it's good for both parties. I cannot speak for the division chief, but I personally feel like it was probably a really good conversation for him as well, just to talk to his guys on the ground and hear what their concerns are and alleviate some of those, explain some of those and We have seen some movement in some other areas as well based on that conversation that has been really encouraging. And I'll just, I'll leave it at that. I can't go into details about some of the stuff, but some of the other things that were brought up during the meeting are already being addressed. And so it's super positive. I want to put credit where credit is due. I know there are other people working on this. I have been told that the union has been communicating with the fire chief And I know other individuals have been communicating with their leadership as well. It was not just Rich and I and this podcast, but the podcast did play a role. And so for that, we're thankful and we appreciate all of you who have listened and shared it with your friends, especially those that work in LA County. I would appreciate deeply if you would share this brief episode with those same people that you sent it to before, get it around, get it out there so that guys are aware that there's movement, that things are happening. And they're positive and that we should continue to push down this road, continue to have more open communication with our leadership and that we should encourage that from our end as much as possible. Thank you for listening. We will have more content for you in the near future.
The views and opinions presented on this podcast are strictly those of the hosts. They do not represent the views and opinions of any organization that we might work for or be members of. A Warrior's Perspective podcast is brought to you by Andrew Lawrence, Josh Zavala, and myself, Noel Lilly. Intro and outro music is written and performed by Andrew Lawrence. It's whispering.